and we are officially live. So today on Lifestyle Medicine, we've got Thomas Fairman. Bro, thank you for thank you for doing this first and foremost. It's it's an honor. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for being here. So excited. Yeah, yeah. It's a this blast. is awesome. Yeah, I've been waiting to get you on here, man. You were one of my people when I met you. I don't know. Was that like two two years ago? It was last year, I think. Last year was it? Or, okay, or maybe two. No, year it was last half. year. Yeah, something like that. Somewhere in that range, though. Um, and I met Thomas through David Beaudry's uh, medical Qigong program. You were doing that work. So, Thomas, why don't you give us kind of a breakdown on what you're doing? You know, I know why I wanted to interview you, but it's always good to give the audience context to what you're up to just so they know who you are. Sure, sure. I am, so again, Charge Lifestyle is my brand. And really my mission is to deliver professionals from many of the pitfalls, lifestyle pitfalls of the modern day office life. Um, I'm based in Silicon Valley and so I'm actually, I work at a startup. I'm, we're not a startup really. We're, we're starting to stabilize, but you know, it's a grind. It's 40, 50, however many hours it is. Yep. And, uh, that's in a nutshell, it's delivering professionals from some of those pitfalls so that they can live more free and just independent of the sort of stress that's associated, like the grind, work hard. It's, you know, yeah. the, like there can be that and that's important and also just bringing the balance um, through different different elements. Through, I'm a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also in the process of getting my medical Qigong certification through David Beaudry, yep. as you mentioned. Yep. Um, and so X Division One athlete and also... What, what, like, what did you do in athletics? What was your... Yeah, what, what's your athletic background? I played basketball. Yeah, you're, t- you're tall. That's, I think that makes sense. Tall dude, yep. yeah. Yeah. Rock on. I, yeah, I, so I, I played at Santa Clara University. I was on the, the practice team there. I walked on. Um, so basically before, I mean, they're a Division One school, as I mentioned. Mm-hmm. I get, I'm really proud of that, okay? I'm really proud of that. <laughs> I, I came from this tiny little, we had 20 kids in my graduating class at, in right. Hawaii, this tiny school. I remember a coach saying specifically, none of you are ever going to play Division One ball. <laughs> and then to be that guy, it's like, there's an honor there. Right, um, absolutely, man. But the only way I was able to do it was through Qigong, which we'll probably get we'll yeah. probably about at some point. In this. Yeah, we'll definitely get into that. It's a, it's a good topic for, I think, Americans in general to hear about it because it gets lost too. People are like, what the, what the hell is it? Um, but going back to what you were saying with you know the, the pitfalls that you're seeing in people's lifestyle, right? With charged lifestyle and the thing that you're doing, you know, in your estimation, what are some of the pitfalls? What are the big holes that you know, the average what I would say the corporate, you know, lifestyle where people are working 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 hours a week or more. Mm-hmm. What, what have you seen thus far? Like what's, what are some of the biggest things that people get snagged on in terms of compromising their health, their life force, yada, yada, yada. Mm, I think the number one pitfall, the number like kind of bucket, which contains many different other sub issues that come off of it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's that we're encouraged to sacrifice our health for doing work like given the choice if you're going to sleep an extra hour and like not get up and not work out like it's so easy to to cut health out when work starts to expand it just you know it's like i don't need to go for my walk today or i don't need to you know i'm just going to eat lunch at my desk i'm just going to rush it down like work sort of expands and we haven't had the fundamental training 
in how to manage our well-being as a people, I think. Yeah. No, absolutely. And this is an overly simplified question. Okay. It's definitely a leading question. I have an answer already, <laughs> but I'm definitely curious. Like, why is that an issue? Why, why is, you know, in your thinking, why is it bad to compromise your health for work? Well, hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, I have my, my answers, but it's like some people are like, people, I think sometimes, man, I mean, I, and I, I've worked with these people. They're like, work is everything. You know, like they're just, it's almost like they're defined by that excessively overly productive thing and their identity is kind of wrapped up in it. So I would love to hear your thoughts, like why you think that's not such a good idea. I think if you're really out to be productive, that your health is in, it's, it's your number one resource for that. Agreed. Like, I, I can't tell you how many times I've sat at the desk, <laughs> okay. you know, when I when you sit for 10 hours, you don't function. Your brain doesn't function. You can't think. Correct. Correct. I'm brought back to this simple point, too. I mean, when I, when I work with people, it's, you know, they're, they're like, I want to do more. You know, I want to make more money. And that, that's great. And I'm like, yeah, go for your dreams. You know, go big. But there's a real simple principle here, which is, you know, your flesh suit, this thing that you're inhabiting, has some needs. It has some demands. And if it goes out, there is no more work. You know, if you if you go into adrenal fatigue or you go into or, or whatever else, it's like you got to take care of the vehicle. You know, that's really just kind of the bottom line if you want to be productive and do good things in the world. So I agree, man. Yeah, like it's it's really really important. When you have, how do you you know how how successful are you in bridging that idea you know into people's lives if they are say like the very you know, highly driven, um, excessive workaholic type, how much push do you have to really do to get this into people's psyche to where they're receptive to it? Or is it, you know, welcomed? Like, what's that, what's that terrain look like? Mm. Well, I think it, the key is making it easy and simple. And like, it doesn't have to be this radical shift at mm -hmm. first. Right. You know, it's just like taking that, like, it doesn't take much. It just takes like, there's a lot of articles about how like a 10 minute or 20 minute walk Right. will like totally alter your state or even even I so charge lifestyle one of the things we did for a while was I had published charge breaks every day mm. and these are like little three to five minute I've made a couple of I have a couple of YouTube videos on this like just three to five minute routines that you can do to fire back up your body and like reignite your system yeah and the, so the key is making it so number one I think is not making it like this is kind of how you position it, right? It's like not making it wrong that one lives a certain way. Yeah, not shaming, not shaming what someone's doing. Exactly, and getting yeah. and having that person discover for themselves that well-being and taking care of themselves and eating right really does ultimately impact their productivity in a positive way. Yeah, and it's it's how navigating how to have them how have people have that discovery. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of it is making it fun, making it community-based. Yeah, group. Like, that's huge. It is huge. And I think the what I like about that is I think that that's, I think that's the hurdle that sometimes people don't get over. I think, ah, oh boy, you know, adjusting your lifestyle, making these little tweaks. I like what you just said because I think that's absolutely accurate. And it starts with small baby steps. And those small baby steps um, 
your body responds pretty strongly when you do those little tiny things. You know, that's like the thing to get into people's minds is that you don't have to start with this, you know, the rock workout, you know, mm-hmm. where you're up at 4 a.m. and just, you know, <laughs> doing crazy shit from the earliest hour, you know, to, to get, you know, the body or the mindset that you want. It's amazing what your body will do if you just give it a little bit of fuel. You know, you give it a little mm-hmm. bit of stress reduction, you give it a little bit of the right foods, you know, you give it a little bit the nudge, the body will immediately be like, you know, for one, be grateful. And two, the performance kicks up pretty fast. You know, there's like mm-hmm. that, those small things. So when you're, mm-hmm. when you're framing this for people, um, I like that you said, you know, not, don't shame them, you know, for like the stuff they, for they're doing, like, don't make them feel I, bad. I go there. I, I so go there. Like, <laughs> because it's how I am with myself. <clears throat> it's funny. You know, you're just a horrible person. You just need to, you know, yeah. get your shit together like right. come on like you're yeah. bad like you're impacting humanity in a negative way you're right like, For and that's sure. so it's just like learning how to filter that yeah 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 to get it down just when like, you're um, when you're sponsor. framing that for people like what do you yeah like what's what's kind of step one okay like so don't shame them right that's great and then what's what do you kind of yeah what do you have them do or, or is it tailored you know for each person each company like how does that what's your process look like a little bit well, at my current company, uh, we as I we so we we do this pl- we do planking. We mm. we plank every day together at three o'clock. Rock on! The clock starts three, and outside of the it's a small company. It's like thirty people, forty people, mm-hmm. uh, at least in this office. And we get in front of the CEO's office. There's kind of a carpeted area, and so everybody comes down. It's usually eight people-ish, mm-hmm. sometimes more, and uh, we just plank for five minutes. Nice. And the way we started to get that rolling was we, number one, everybody everybody really has this desire to be well, like just recognizing that. Because yeah. as soon as shame comes in, everyone's like, it's like defense mode. Mm-hmm. And and if, if that's left out, it really provides a space for people to come together and like, oh my gosh, like I actually love to do this mm-hmm. and giving people that space to step into. Yeah. Then they just take it themselves. Like I remember starting this thing at the com- at this company that I'm at mm-hmm. and, and then it just, I left, I actually took a break from the company for a brief period for a few months. And during that time, the company kept planking. Oh, that's cool. People, people kept planking, yeah. They kept and it's, you know, we do it, right? Because they own it. And like finding that way to make them own it, I guess it happened through just momentum. You build mm-hmm. the habit, right? The brain, the neural, this, this system loves, this machine loves re- repetition. It does. It likes routine, man. Yeah, absolutely. It does. Yeah, it, does. it loves routine. And if, it's, and if it's something that actually fuels you and gives back to you, then there's... Yeah, the body the body remembers. It's not stupid. You know, it's like quite the opposite. It has an incentive to like continue to push in that direction. That is for sure. Yep. It's it's uh it's like a control system. I don't know. I'm an engineer, I'm a kind of a nerd. <laughs> yeah. But like if you think of like a like a thermostat, right? Like you turn the thermostat up to seventy two mm-hmm. and then it'll stay at seventy two. Yeah. And then you turn it up to seventy four, it's gonna take something to get it up there, but once it gets up there, it's gonna adjust as needed. If it starts to get colder, the you know, it's going to turn on the heat mm-hmm. and then it's going to keep it right there. And yeah, it's those changes that take, it's like, everybody knows this about exercise, right? It's like the getting started. That's the hardest part. It is. Yeah. Just getting that rhythm in place, right? Just getting that, yeah. Getting that adjustment period where you're actually getting used to doing, um, 
yeah, putting something in there that's actually good for you. But then, yeah, right, just getting getting used to it. But, I mean, like most things, it, it starts to shift pretty quickly. Like, again, once we mm-hmm. – I think that's the thing that's, like, nice about when we change our routine, right? When we get something positive in there is that mm-hmm. those little shifts start to make us feel good. And that mm-hmm. starts to become the incentive. It's not the story of, like, mm-hmm. I got to get my shit together. It's, like, actually right. – me doing this shit actually makes me feel better. So that's the push, right? Is that you're like, oh, actually, I feel pretty good. So I'll probably, maybe I'll keep doing this. <laughs> maybe I'll right. keep moving in that direction. Right. Well, have you, um, I know, you know, when we had talked, you know, prior to this, to this interview, you had said, you know, you're like, you're, you're building out charge lifestyle and you're looking, you know, where your passion lies is getting people, um, you know, getting them basically out of these pitfalls, right? Not falling into mm-hmm. that, just that, that burnout that we can all hit mm-hmm. as you, you know, and I know you're still building and you're still kind of in that, that phase of like getting everything, you know, matriculated into your larger structure. What, um, what do you, you'd mentioned diet, you know, you'd mentioned like food, you'd mentioned, you know, some, some of the ideas that you're doing to, 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 you know, integrate into people's lives, better ways to not, to not fall into burnout. What do you think, you know, in terms of like diet and what's, what's kind of your take on that in terms of how the, how that fits into this larger picture? Mm. Well, one thing I just like right there for me is caffeine, Mm -hmm. uh, coffee. That's the one thing about this culture that it's like, we're coffee drinkers. Oh yeah. Like I had a thought this morning, I was driving to work and I saw Starbucks on the corner and I was like, wow, if there were no Starbucks in this country, it would not work. Like our economy would crash. Oh dude. You know? Yeah. Big time. Like <laughs> it's true. It's very true. <laughs> so finding ways to responsibly and like to to manage that because there's such a I think there's a toll that once you get used to it, you don't necessarily see the quality of life difference, but like controlling caffeine and coffee consumption, using things like MCTs, butter, coconut oil, you know. Yep. Um, these types of things to manage the the caffeine. Also, I just got a mushroom mix. Nice. Like finding, finding other ways to introduce that energy, like having people, you know, like there's other things that we can be exposed to, which can also provide us with energy. They're not necessarily the same as caffeine. It's not coffee, but it can give you what you need to keep moving Correct. towards whatever your objective is in your job. Correct. Yeah. I mean, I, I love that you touch on that point because I think like, like you said, I mean, everyone is on the caffeine ride, right? We're, we're a culture of Red Bull, monster energy drinks, NOS, you know, like nitrous, mm-hmm. like there's all these kind of crazy energy drinks that you look around. Yep. I saw this one that was like a green Spartan, like a Spartan helmet. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, yeah. <laughs> totally. <clears throat> and they push it like, you know, and it does technically work right there's a there is an effect from stimulants and caffeine like we do get oh yeah we, we get revved up the thing that oh, yeah. that people forget right is that there's that taxation the adrenals get hit right i mean cortisol levels the stress hormone that spikes up and then we've got all these inflammatory processes that are happening so it's like yes you get this rush you know you get this this mm. definitely boost but it's not sustainable in the long long run and it's cumulative right I mean, that mm. the, the, the caffeine, how many people do you know that are just like super caffeine drinkers? When they stop coffee, they get like withdrawal symptoms, right? They've got headaches. They can't mm. function in the afternoon and they almost need mm. that caffeine hit just like an, al- yeah, like an, an addiction. Al- right. Like an alcoholic needs a beer. You know, they're like, I can't, yeah. I can't stop. So what's can your, you, yeah, go ahead. Can I ask you a question? Can yeah. you elaborate a little bit on the caffeine response? It's like, yeah, kind of yeah, man, it's an, it's an evolving, um, 
it's an evolving area for me, you know, I mean, like I'm always Chinese medicine really touches on it. So, you know, my background comes from Chinese medicine, acupuncture. That's like my foundational core system that I, I lean on. And their, their whole thing is, you know, your kidneys are the source of all yin and yang in the body, right? So the polarity of like fire and water, right? The, the restoration and activity, that whole balance, those energies are, are hardwired, you know, into our body and into our organ systems. All the organs need rest. All of them need activity and they need different things. But the way the Chinese see it is that your kidneys are the source of all yin and yang. Like they're the yin yang wow. powerhouses that run all the other organ systems. So your yin yang reserves are based on how well your kidneys are functioning. And as you had mentioned, right, before this talk, the adrenals sit on top of the kidneys. And that's part of the kidney system. That's like the, quite literally, right? They're resting. They're like the, the reserves there. And we all know the stories of if you know uh, a mother a mother's baby is pinned under a vehicle and a woman can like move or lift, uh, lift a car, right? They become superhuman because of the adrenaline that can pump through. So there's a lot of like uh, Chinese medicine calls it jing, you know, like our like our deeper mm -hmm. constitutional strength reserves that can be burned up. So with that in mind. The whole idea with Chinese medicine is you don't want to burn out your kidneys, right? You don't want to tax and deplete those adrenals. And that is what happens with um, stimulants in general, right? We get that bump of adrenaline. There is like some, you know, those those stimulating things will pull us. And that's kind of what we're feeling is that like that rush. And, um, you know, the basic idea in Chinese medicine is you don't want to you don't want to lean on that. You don't your jing, that constitutional strength, the thing that can give you tremendous strength you want to, <coughs> excuse me, you want to treat that as a treasure. You want to hold that in reserve. You want to conserve the jing and you want, you don't want to be depleting your, your adrenals, you know? So that means through, you know, skydiving, you know, people that are adrenaline junkies that depletes mm -hmm. your kidneys. And so what happens is we get the, we get that aging cycle, right? We get, um, weathered and dried out looking way sooner. Mm -hmm. uh, we might go really, really gray early on. Mm -hmm. Like, like Steve Martin, you know, he was, he was really gray early on, and that could be for a bunch of different reasons. But you know, noticing that if that if that's happening, those things um, have a very real effect on us. And what we want to do is we want to conserve and bolster Jing, right? We want to like actually replenish the adrenals, not tax them. And that slow build is the long-lasting energy that you're really looking for. And that's what the Chinese were really good at. They're mm -hmm. like, slow, like what you're saying, slow down. Mm -hmm. You know, don't just burn the system and and um, have that system be revving so high. So I, I don't know if you guys talked about this in your medical Qigong program, but they have the, the analogy of the kerosene lantern. And mm -hmm. for they talk about it. So the like if you think of a kerosene lantern, it's got the liquid in the bottom, right? That's, right. That is the fuel. That's your jing. That's your like the sustenance, right. the thing that will right. actually give the fuel. The fire is the qi or the, the vital energy that you're using every day. It gives off heat. And then the light that lights up the room is the shan or the spirit those yeah that's a pretty cool analogy and those three things are sort of the metaphor for your body so yeah. excessive caffeine use is the equivalent of like well shit let's turn up the fire let's get a big flame and turn that flame up and it gets hot right right and we can feel it and we're like ooh, my hands are getting warm right like that's great mm -hmm. but what's that doing that's using the fuel source the kerosene much faster and the idea is when the kerosene lantern, right, when the jing goes out, that's what we call truly end of life. When all of your jing is truly gone, that's death. So, mm -hmm. and when someone's on their deathbed and they're like, 
and they're taking their last breath, that jing is just like, that's being extracted out. So that's kind of like the back drop idea for yeah. caffeine use. So to, totally. So totally. when, when you're saying this, I'm like, yeah, man, like caffeine, shit. It's the whole, it's our culture, right? It's absolutely, it's that, you know, adrenaline burn, like let's go, you know, rock stars and freaking like jet planes and like, <laughs> you know, you totally. know, like <laughs> this is our culture. Yeah. And people are hyped <laughs> up on it. You know, they're very, yeah. hyped, and that's, very it's like hyped up on see, it. It's the way that our media, it's the way that we're spoken to, communicated mm-hmm. to. Yes. Like, you know, we see like five seconds on YouTube or 10 seconds of like, it's like what we see on YouTube or on the, in generally, it's like what we see is like these super highlights, like these peaks, right? Like you want to see, you don't want to watch an NBA game. You want to watch the top 10 plays, right? On SportsCenter. You don't want to watch all these sports. You just want to watch the highlights. You want to watch these peak moments like boom, boom, boom. Right. That's the game, bro. And that's what matters. And right. And like, so we're like constantly chasing that. But like what actually gets us there. And this is what I believe, you may agree, Yeah, that it's the foundation. It's building that strong foundation, which allows people to reach those those peaks, right? Like Bruce Lee or Michael Jordan or anybody. It's like mm-hmm. the practicing and it's the tilling of the field over time, which allows it to bear good fruit. And if you're constantly like, I don't know, like, I'm not sure how I can keep going with the, the plant analogy, but if you're... No, that's right, man. You're Just right on point. <laughs> button over and over and over. There's nothing left to, to get out of it. You're absolutely right. And I do agree with you. And, you know, the piece that you said, you know, where you're like the incorporation of mushrooms. You're like, you know, you just started to incorporate that. That's sort of just, you know, to add on to that idea that we're, we're, we're bouncing around here is, is just that. I mean, the, the whole spectrum of adaptogenic herbs, mushrooms mm-hmm. fall into that. You right. know, that's like... That's exactly right, right? It doesn't deplete you. It, it, it helps your body adapt to stress. And that's the energy mm-hmm. that we're kind of looking for, right? I mean, that's the thing that you're talking about too is mm-hmm. how do we give our body, um, you know, through things we put into it, the activities we're doing, how do we give it a leg up so that the body is well equipped? <clears throat> Excuse me. The flu has still got – I had this mm-hmm. flu last week, man. That cough still comes up when I'm talking. But yeah, it's like how do we give our bodies that leg up so that we adapt to stress well? Because if we adapt to stress, that – adaptive stress thing is really that's that's the magic right like that's the we want the, yeah. we want the acute short stresses that our body has to like deal with not the chronic long-term stress right and that's and what caffeine does the reserves to be able to deal with whatever comes up right? correct absolutely man well when you've you know with this what have you seen in your own life like i would love to hear your personal experience because i'm assuming you know you said you're like oh i beat myself up right like you fall prey to I mean, the American mind is pretty rough, right? We're like, if we're not doing 150%, we're just a piece of shit. You know, we're lazy. We're all these things. So what's been your experience in this journey thus far? Like, what kind of got you on this road? Wow. Like, kind of looking on, on the road of just creating that, that balance, I'd say. So I grew up in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I moved to the Bay Area for college. Mm-hmm. Basically, which, I lived, which, I lived I, 10 which, years on the Big Island. Big Island. Okay, I was just going to ask which yeah. island. Yep. Were you on the and, Hilo uh, side or the Kona side? Oh, bro, I was on the Hilo side. All right. And, All right, bro. You, bro <laughs> you know, I can always click right into the pigeon, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's been so long, but... <laughs> it's there. It's there. Bro, Garen's. Yeah. Garen's ball barons, boy. That's a, it's I, just, I love I love the Big Island. Ah, 
it's so laid back. Eh? It's like, oh, jeez. Right, yeah, we go beach. It's beautiful, you know? man. Different beautiful. culture, yes. right? And then you come to the Silicon Valley and you're like, oh, this is different. What is this? So I like, I started to become a little bit of a different person in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, some kind of like my quote unquote shadow, if you will, developed there mm-hmm. of like, I have an aspect of my persona, which is very go, 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 go. And very judgmental of others. Mm. Like I kind of moved to the, I moved from Hawaii to this place and I made up like, these people are idiots. These people are stupid. This mm. isn't the way we should live. And so I, beca- but I like, my response was like to shut myself off and work really hard. So I was, you know, electrical engineering degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a period of my, my junior year was kind of the peak of my, uh, like this phase. I, I had moved off campus and I was pursuing my electrical engineering degree. I had two part-time jobs, and um, I was a Division One athlete, like training at the Division One level. Yeah, and it was just like so much on this journey of growth. As I like, because I really was driven with this passion to grow. And, like, mm-hmm. despite how it may have manifested, and I had this passion to grow and evolve and. I discovered Qigong around my sophomore or junior year. I discovered mm-hmm. David Beaudry. My brother said, hey, you know, you want to check out this? Yeah. And so I went and um, I started practicing every day. Like I went to this, I learned in Harbin Hot Springs, I, I took David's Jedi activation retreat. Yeah. I started practicing the immortal form every day. These six forms, for those of you, you know, listening who may not be familiar. Yeah, give, it, give a background form. to that because people, most, most people don't. So Qigong, right, we've been talking about Qigong and um, basically, you know, one of the purposes of Qigong is to overflow what uh, Gray was talking about, the, the, the bottom of the kerosene lantern. Yeah. So like to replenish that oil, the, mm-hmm. the lower Dantian. And so this comes through this process of energy cultivation and activating the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the, we have the fight or flight mm-hmm. branch of the sympathetic, of the nervous system. Yeah. And then we have the rest and digest aspect which is the relaxing right the parasympathetic nerves and so a lot of yep. qigong is about cultivating that activating that state becoming aware of that mm-hmm. and uh so the the immortal form was one of, it was a qigong form that i learned from david Beaudry, mm-hmm. involving training each of the the five organ systems five of the organ systems of the body yep um hold on one second man my i just realized my sure. my computer was not plugged in and my battery just gave me the the signal. So there it is. If, if I lost if I lost our our session, I'd be very very pissed. So I'm plugged in now. Okay. So awesome. <laughs> Keep talking. Right? We all need to be plugged in. We all need. Yes, that we do, man. Electronics. Right? <laughs> we build them the same way. That's right. So keep going, man. Keep, keep staying so, on your flow. Yeah, building the battery. Right. Uh, so the five organ systems that that form involves are the uh, the the earth. Right. The uh, spleen. Mm-hmm as well as the, you know, the lungs. Yeah. Right? All the Chinese medicine right. the, spectrum the, organs, all the, right? The whole spectrum, yep. right? Yeah. The lungs, the kidneys, the yep. liver, and the heart. Yeah. Each of these play a different role. But I used to, it was like a 45-minute, you could, you practice each of these forms. It's like five moves, right? Like mm-hmm. if you did them back-to-back, it'd probably be like five minutes, but you do them over and over, you do them at different paces. I would practice for like 45 minutes a day. Yeah. An hour a day. Um, and that like so made a difference for me. Like at first it was like really hard, but coming out of that retreat, it's actually, it wasn't hard. 
I just got right back in. I got right into it. And it allowed me to just like, I was up from like 6 a.m. until 10 p.m. Like, and then that was just my work day, right? Like 6 a.m. I'm like getting ready and going to work. And then my last lab after like multiple workouts and basketball practice and engineering courses and whatever else I was doing, you know, working. Yeah. And my last lab, my engineering lab would get done at like 10 o'clock. Just like, I don't even know. But how I did it was through Qigong. It was through balancing like kind of the stress with the rejuvenation, the rejuvenative aspect. Because it's not about running away from stress. It's not about like, we need to go back to the dark ages. We need to do nothing. We need to destroy like, you know, cell phones and civilization and just relax and like kick it on the beach. That's how humans are meant to live. Right, right. It's adapting to what's here. And what's here is a time of like great growth and changing transformation of systems, whether it's you know, our environmental system on this planet is changing, you know, Mm -hmm. whether it's medicine or education, whatever, there's a lot of change. And so we're all like really up on edge. And I think that's why a lot of this, you know, we going back to the caffeine, Mm -hmm. why we chase that peak state a lot. But, um, after seeing what I was able to do in college, yeah, I was like, I was hooked. It was like, this shit works like no joke. Like you want to be a high performer. This is how to do it. It's not to go and drink the extra coffee. It's to go and do your qigong. It's to do your deep breathing. It's to like lie down in the dark and just like be there with no like practice having, like just allowing your thoughts to pass through. And it's definitely a constant just growth and refining of that. But once I saw what was possible sure. with a consistent qigong practice and also taking care of my body with nutrition and with working out and really pushing myself, mm-hmm. it was like seeing the full capability of the human being. Yeah. I was hooked. I was like, Man. I was like, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. Right. It, it gives you an incentive to jump in <clears throat> once you get that uh, real time taste. Right. You're like, ooh, what was that? I would like to eat that again. Right. That was a pretty tasty meal. To that's something I want to come back to. What? Well, I mean, I love hearing that that qigong was sort of your at least part of a a big piece of like turning the cog wheel for you to move in this direction. Mm -hmm. And I would love to hear, you know, I, I, obviously, you know, we've had this conversation many times, you know, my background, um, well, I don't actually, I don't know if I told you this, you know, I played sports, contact sports. I played, you know, like soccer, uh, for many years as a kid. Then I played football and then rugby in college. And then at about 20, like really jumped into formal martial art training. And I was, you know, going from martial art that got me into Chinese medicine, Qigong, you know, that was the, the, mm-hmm. the down, the snowball effect from that point on. Mm-hmm. But I would love to hear about, since you were a division one athlete, right? You played basketball and then you found Qigong, mm-hmm. um, you know, how those were similar and how they were different because a lot of people, right? When they hear, I loved your description. I love that you said the sympathetic and parasympathetic system, Right. What did what? How would you describe if you know if someone who's listening to this and they're like they don't know anything about qigong, right? They've heard you say the immortal form and they they, they hear this mm-hmm. context of what it is. What would you say like? What did like traditional exercise give you, and then what did the you know the qigong arts give you, and then like how did they harmonize one another? Because I think they both have value, right? It's like mm-hmm. just doing qigong sometimes isn't enough for people they actually need that push right like the rock right that guy could probably use some qigong because he's just like all you know he's all hard weights but i would love to hear that process for you like how yeah like what they how they were kind of different what they gave you and how they blended together because they have i can tell you know there's you you found a synergy so i'd love to hear about that process 
You think? Yeah. The, so it's the yin and the yang. It's like we've been talking about, you know, it, mm-hmm. the yang is the, the sports. It's the yes. lifting, right? It's right. like the strength. It's the, it's like pushing yourself to those. It's the allowing yourself to go into fight mode fully. Yeah. Right. Like I am going to do like deadlifts, like as, as much weight as I can. Like right. I'm going to hit, lift some heavy shit. Yes. Right. Like that is so valuable and you don't, mm-hmm. Like the Qigong that I was practicing was not that. Mm-hmm. It was quite the opposite. It was, yep. I'm going to relax as much as I can and just feel the subtleties of my fingers moving apart and observe the falling of the, the flying of the insects outside and the sound of the birds right. and just how much can I notice. Mm-hmm. And the it's an electrical system the body is an electrical system this is a huge part of what charge is all about yeah is yeah, talk about this because this is interesting to me i, I mean okay. I, it's true yeah so i would love to hear your thoughts on this yeah we've been talking about the parasympathetic or yeah I've been, I've been illustrating parasympathetic on this side of the frame and sympathetic yeah, 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 on this yeah. side, so i'll stick with that okay so uh parasympathetic is so the, it's an electrical system it's all the nervous system right nerves it's electricity yes uh that travels you know throughout the body um, electrons, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, zipping yeah, yeah. around, and, and uh, so an electrical system, like if you think of, you know, your phone, right? The computer, right? You fire the computer the whole time. You keep it on the whole time. It dies. Mm-hmm. It needs to be recharged. Yes. And so, with any system, you need to, like, it's electricity. It needs to be recharged. And then expended, and then recharged, and that's how batteries work. That's how solar works. That's how the sun works. Like it go, it's like yeah, it's like this expenditure, and then it burns out. Right? The sun is like turns like if we were to view. I'm getting away from it there. The body, right? No, but you're, but you're. I mean, I I see where your brain is going though, and I think it's good to make those associations because these are systems that need, like you said, energy and then expenditure, and that's. That's the bottom line. Like that's so good to have that in the framework because people don't get that, man. They don't. So, because you just you burn <laughs> out the circuitry if you if you run it too much, right? Yes. It's the same thing with the caffeine, right? And so you give yourself this time to recharge, right? Yep. Hundred percent, uh, man. Well, when you when you talk about that, the you know the electrical system of of the body, right? You have an engineering background. Um, you know the thing that I think. I've I've talked about this, and I, I believe in the lecture when I was um, teaching at David's event, we, t- we talked about the the body's like a hydroelectric conductor, right? We have like seventy to eighty percent water. We have electrical impulses moving through the body, so it follows suit, right? We conduct electricity very yeah. well, and yep. and we're the like you just said so so beautifully, which I I talk about as well, is that you know the, the system is electrical in nature, therefore. If it's electrical, right? How do you change, you know, the current? How do you adjust it? Is that starts to beg the question? If the, if we're an electrical system, can you ratchet it up? Can you zzz, and can you can you can you turn it down, right? Can you? Yes. And that's kind of what you're talking about, which I really like, and that's what I think you said with with your sports, um, you know, the the really high intensity activity, the deadlifting, right? That that's we get that activity where we get to like. We get to rev the shit out of the system, right? They're, like all the muscles have to kick on. We stress the system that way, and then you drop into full sensitivity, right? Mm-hmm. How soft can I get my hands, right? How attentive can I be to the environment? How well can I tune into just the natural ebb and flow of my breathing cycle, right? That starts to like, whoo, 
then we get we get polarity. Yeah, and that's life. Yeah, man. Like that's the sweet spot where you're getting to dance mm. into both worlds and you're not just running on one side, which mm. I think is what, you know, what you're talking about. Like that was the the central cogwheel. I mean, I love that Qigong was your was your thing that kind of like reframed it for you. Um it's you know, it's really helped me too, man. Like Qigong, that's that's been my thing to kind of come back to when the shit hits the fan, you know? And I mm. I'm like, okay. Too many things going on. I need to drop in and actually fully feel what I'm going through here. You know, whatever that is. <coughs> and if we don't get that right, mm. the system just gets stressed and and it doesn't it doesn't function well, right? There is no high performance mm. or peak performance without the nourishment of this system. Yeah, valley performance. <laughs> and people crash, right? I mean, how many times you? I mean, I know you've met these people. And I've crashed. Yeah. I crash all the time, man. <laughs> <laughs> for sure it's stressful man it's like and people think they we, we we i think we get stuck in this we get stuck we get in this lull where we're like how do how do i get out of this right i must have to, i must push harder i just must be a piece of shit right i must yep. just be i, I just yeah. got to push harder and it's like whoa 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 yeah there's no there like this is i think why i'm so i'm so honored to be on this podcast and to be speaking with you is like this is the voice that we are here to both create and offer is we don't hear a lot of relax like just just chill for a minute yeah there was actually a there was a during the nba champ finals there was an ad i was watching and and it was like this 30 second segment brought to you by so-and-so and and it was just like a pause and they just did nothing oh my god just like breathe in breathe out and it was just like (laughs) what the heck that's like pattern interrupt right like I know, like, what, what, what was that? It, it's, it's, I mean, that shows it's starting to come more to the fore as this sort of alternative, this balance, right? The yin to the yang. Mm-hmm. Well, and there's so many ways. I think what's cool about this process as, as American culture kind of gets hip to this idea, right? There are so many ways to do this. There are so, yes. there are so many ways, right? It's not just. Yes, there's one. Oh my gosh. So one I want to talk about just yeah. for a minute. Yeah. Because it's an electrical system, right? We're mm-hmm. electrical. That's the way that we communicate. It's electrons. It's these subtle little electrical currents that are, you know, little things hopping through our body, right? And this is going to be a little controversial. And I'm not totally sure exactly what's what on the subject, but it's something that I studied in college, right? Sure. And that is electromagnetic radiation, mm-hmm. right? The cell phones and the, you know, I'm not like yeah the, you know, ri- like satellites, 5G technology is coming. Right. It's, yeah, it's like here. Right? Like, yeah. like SpaceX just signed a deal, like to put up two thousand satellites up into the, into the you know around the planet to yep. beam you know five G down to the planet, and it's yep. like one of the ways that I tune down every evening. You know, I believe it or not, right? Like science or not, I'm yeah. not saying one thing or the other. I know that some countries are not moving forward with five G. Was it was it Japan? Japan was recently talking about this. Yep, and they're like, like we're not doing like, this. Yeah. Yep, we're not doing this yet. Right? They're also similarly about vaccines. They're they're also in a similar boat. Mm-hmm. Which is like you know in America, generally the the consensus is vaccines are fine. Stop being paranoid. Right. Same thing about five G technology or two point four G for that time or two point four gigahertz for that matter. Mm-hmm. But uh, I have a switch. I actually bought a little. Uh, on my Wi-Fi router, I have a little. Uh, I do too, bro. 
Dude, <laughs> yes, I have so one. And I, I saw it. Yeah, okay, so go on though. Yeah, I have so one that's, too. So that's that's how we chart. How we turn it off at night. We we yeah. just turn off the Wi-Fi. It's like you're not using it. Just turn it off. It's not like, yeah, that's it. It's huge, man. It's you know I have to give credit to my my wife because, um, I think my wife's a little more sensitive to like the EMF electromagnetic frequency stuff. She's just got a she's got a more delicate constitution than I do. I'm, I'm, I'm a sturdier kind of breed, but she's right. She was just doing research on it. She's like, what do you think about this? Like, and we have it on a wireless clicker. So it's mm. actually like a wireless, but we have it in our dining room and you nice. can take the clicker to bed with you. So if we're like watching a movie or doing something, you don't have to get up. You just, when the movie's just, off, you just turn up. We have to see, we have to get up and go to turn yeah. it off. So it's like, <clears throat> well, yeah, but even so, man, the fact that you have no. it, <laughs> It's a huge, I mean, you're... We got to upgrade. We got to get one of these clickers. Oh, it's great, man. And, and it's like, it's not, it's not Bluetooth. I mean, it's not, it's like a, it's basically like a, almost like, like a... infrared or whatever, like a TV remote. Like a same remote. It's not a, an EMF hazard, right? It's the same thing as like, a, you know, I think it's actually radio. Like, it's just like, you know, the most basic, but oh. they have them, you can buy them on Amazon and whatnot. But um, yeah, man, that's a, that's a big, that's a big stressor, right? The, the electromagnetic... It is thing is I mean, is huge i mean the 5g thing you know i mean i think i think the problem i think personally and i'd love to hear your thoughts on this because if we're talking about the collective stressors that come in in our environment we, we have a ton too much sun right too much radiation from the sun can be bad right there's we have to moderate all of these things but the 5g thing i mean it's really interesting because like you said people they immediately if you question it and you're like, wait a minute, hold it. You know, let's just talk about this for a second. There are no long-term studies. Like there are no long-term anything on 5G. It's a full-blown experimental technology that, I mean, I've, I've talked to, um, there's a guy named Eric Windheim who I'd like to get on the podcast. Mm -hmm. He's a local EMF specialist. He did the, there was a school in Ripon, um, in Ripon, California, which is, I believe, mm -hmm. uh, I forget where it is. It's, it's like out by Tracy. Is that it? Yeah, I, I think so. And, um, you know, man, they had this big 5G mega tower that's like, uh, there's different classifications of them, but seven people got cancer in like 18 months at that school. And you can't, you know, there's no claims here. I'm not saying that it was the cause right. of Correlation it. Correlation does not imply causation. Right, right, right. So we, ha we have to like, I have to fully admit, admit that and stay with that. But I mean, four kids and three teachers got cancer at this school. And Eric Windheim did the, you know, the reading at the school. And he's like, the radiation level is coming off. The, I mean, he's got all of his tools that he uses and he's like mm -hmm. that is like <clears throat> it's skyrocketed you know and yeah. part like of orders that, of magnitude yeah yeah exactly and he said you know from part what of, we're around right now, right now absolutely man and he said you know part of the thing with this technology is, is the 5g towers they emit you know it's like a laser beam you know if you have a 5g device it shoots like a laser beam to that device and it's like a direct connection as opposed to this diffuse Right. signal that comes from 3g technology and 4g technology right so it's May a very I, different thing yeah please it is it is it's totally it's very different so if you think about cellular just communication tower cell tower the term cell yes it refers to these long range right it was started with radio like if you think of the fm radio mm -hmm. it's it's a it's a large field right based on the the frequency of the the signal that you're sending so right you're turning your radio to like 98 kilohertz right mm -hmm. and uh 98.7 fm right right and uh that wave the wavelength of that is you know pretty long right mm -hmm. it's like you know a few I, i'm not sure i can't remember now it's like a few yards or whatever yeah 
Right. Then you talk about 2.4 gigahertz, which is what we have at Wi-Fi, and the sun is kind of doing weird things here. Yeah, it's all, it's all good. <laughs> the the 2.4 gigahertz is uh, smaller, right? Mm-hmm. It's like usually about it's about two feet in wavelength, and so as you shrink the wavelength, the energy goes up mm. of the of the waves that you're sending out, and the distance gets shorter that they go. Right. So. Right, like cell towers, like one, you have one cell tower which can communicate with a huge, you know, like right. miles, like square miles of mm-hmm. area. And now, you know, as we move towards 5G, this wavelengths get smaller, the distance they travel gets shorter. And so it's going to require devices to be spread everywhere because they just don't communicate very far. So you need a lot of repeaters. Yes. A cell, right, a cell is like a single unit. And so there's this process of one cell communicating with another cell, another cell, another cell, another cell. That's how cell, like if you're calling your, you know, if I was to call you, yeah. it would go from the Bay Area, hop on all these cells over to where you are. Right. And then the signal would come back to me. Correct. And with, with the 5G, there's just like infinite, not infinitely, but there's an exponentially higher number of these cells that are going to be needed. And so there's going to be repeaters everywhere, you know, on light, on lamp posts and on street lights and yep. everywhere. And it's just like, what is that going to do? We don't really know. And that's the kind of, it's not like, yeah, it's we don't know. I mean, that's and I think that's the part. Yeah, I mean, that's the hard part for me, man. Like you don't you know, I'm always of the mind like I don't want to dive down the deep, dark rabbit hole of crazy conspiracies. Right. Like, I right. don't right. I don't, don't want to go down. Conversation, I feel like, OK, like, we're yeah, not, we're yeah, not doing that. we're just looking. We're just talking. Right. And I think that's the that's the problem. Right. Is that if you question um, and you're a reasonable tax paying citizen like myself and like, hold on, guys. I just have some questions. You're immediately, you know, it's you're ostracized. Like, oh, you're just a tinfoil hat person. I'm like, bro, <laughs> slow down. Let's just think about this logically for a second. Right. This would not be the first time that governments have just kind of compromised health for profit. Like, it's happened so many times throughout history. And why is and it even not governments, but like corporations? Yeah, that's what I mean. That, yeah, that's profit, what I mean. Right? right in the larger structure of all this. Corporations, stuff. governments. What's the difference? <laughs> yeah, like there's. <laughs> pretty close (laughs) so it's like yeah i mean that's that's the thing i think with all of this stuff you know it's like it's like you know taking the steps to minimize right and and to to peel back um right and cutting the ways that we can and i think that's the point that's kind of coming back to this larger thread of what we're talking about is what are the small things we can do to minimize right because we can't get away from 5g there's too much there's Mm -hmm. too many industries built on it and there's too much Mm -hmm virtual reality that's being built out. There are too many self-driving cars through these companies. There's too much money behind it for the powers that be to stop it. So it's like, right, how do we start peeling back, right? And I think this is like a metaphor for the larger issues. Like, how do we start just peeling some things back, right? So the body, because we're going to have to adapt to the stress. Our bodies are smart. They're going to have to address these things. And we have to find the little tiny ways to peel back, right? And like you said, Getting your getting your Wi-Fi off at night. Getting your right? Wi-Fi clicker. Yeah. Get your Wi-Fi switch. Yeah, man. Like and turn it off. You know, it's, it's, and because your body is an electrical system, and this is these are electrical technologies, and so it's just with that, even with that piece of knowledge, basic it's just idea. Start to discover. Start to explore. Start to feel that out. Yeah, bit by bit, right? Just like in, in the in the small ways that we can. One last question, and if you know, I mean, I this is just a you know, on the five G thing, I've asked this question to a lot of people, and I and I you know it's just the larger interest and curiosity about this is that how are companies able to implement a technology and essentially deploy it onto the population with no oversight? I mean, the fact that 
2,000 or 20,000 satellites that Elon Musk is putting up into the atmosphere that is going to beam radiation down to everybody so that everyone has free internet, which I, I understand the, the, the perks of that. Um, do you know, like, mm. have you heard about this yeah. in the larger conversation? Like, why is there no regulation on that? Like, why doesn't the global population get to vote? Like, hey, I don't really, I'm not really down with that. Do you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I have some things to offer on that. Yeah, so I'd love to hear it. It's not that there's no oversight. Right. right. Okay. Because we generally, as human beings, like if you look in any industry, there's some kind of oversight, especially when it gets to large scale. So, yeah. what happened is there's a rating, there's something called SAR, which you may have heard of Mm-mm, specific absorption rate. Okay. And it was one of the, the testing, uh, it's one of the quantifications of is radiation affecting something or not? Mm hmm. Um, and it's, it's used primarily to measure heat. Like if you hold a phone up to your ear, how much does it heat up your body? And so old phones used to be rated this way. What's your, what's the SAR of your phone? And some would heat up your face more than others, Mm -hmm. basically. Um, so that does not measure long-term effects. It doesn't measure what other subtle effects in the, the body? I mean, this body is a subtle instrument. It's yes, like it we're subtly digesting food. We're subtly yep. doing all these things. That was not looked at. It's just like, okay, hold it up to your face. Did you get cancer for a month? You know, of, of you know, I likely the studies did do prolonged exposure. I don't know the details of what testing was done sure, or not sure. done. But it was looked at from a rate, like a heat radiation perspective rather than these other forms of radiation which are coming off of it and how those may affect the communication signals in the body. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and also another thing that you hear a lot or you may hear when people like, especially engineering types or people who are from an engineering background and science background, they're like, well, it's non-ionizing radi- radiation. Mm-hmm. It's not enough to you know, change the suborbital of an electron right inside of your, your body. Mm-hmm. So, like, or I guess knock an electron off of, you know, right. a, a, an, an atom. To right? de- destabilize so the inner structure there, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, so it can't be that, you know, no issue, right? Because it's non-ionizing. Why are you getting all crazy about this? Mm-hmm. And you know what else is non-ionizing? A no. microwave. Ah, of course. Right? Stick your head in a microwave for a minute. <laughs> What's that going to do? That's non-ionizing. Yep. Right? So that argument is kaput. Mm-hmm. And SAR, I mean, that's just the way it the way it played out. It was the that was the way it was tested. And I don't know what I don't know if you've ever read the Body Electric. I was gonna bring that book up and see if you had. Oh, I, I read it. I read it in college. Yeah, it's a great oh, great book. Man. I first time I read that at the end of it, I was so scared. I cried in my <laughs> in my room for like I don't know how long, but I was really scared because well, it talks a lot about some subtle concepts like this, like. I I need to go back and read it before I quote it and talk about some of the studies that were done yeah. by Mr. Dr. Becker but yeah. yeah. Well, the implications of that book I think are right it's inspiring and it's also uh-huh. like oh shit. Shit. Yeah, you're like <laughs> yeah. okay, oh, so man. we're electrical. That's electrical systems interface, right? And they they you, you can hack an electrical system. Yeah, absolutely, right? And so that's I think that's the that's the part that you know so I think what's interesting about this, Thomas, is that you've got, you know, this topic as we're talking about, you know, um, the, the work that you're doing, the work that I'm mm-hmm. doing, right? And I think what what's important about this conversation is that in the end, the stuff that we're kind of, there's a topic here that we're kind of like, 
you know, we're, we're kind of circling and we're coming at it from a few different angles. But what this kind of points back to is the subtlety, right? What's, what's I think sort of lacking in the culture is that we sort of only have de- defaulted to that which is seen, tangibly felt, you know, like if you get hit by a football player, you're like, that was impact. You know, um, someone says a shitty thing to you, there's an impact there too, but right, it's, it's not physical. There's like an emotional hit that we take. And I think as a culture, we're not trained to be sensitive or even be open to the ideas of this, the, the more subtle aspects of, um, you know, environmental influence, of the things that, how subtle um, adjustments in our schedule or in our diet or in our practices that can make these very mm-hmm. big results, right? That subtlety is sort of lost in American culture. And I think moreover, what's even worse is that if you are encouraged to tune into the subtleties, right? Or to consider the subtleties, you're paranoid, weak, you're, you're, you're all these things, right? Like if you, if you attempt to feel into the immaterial or to, to sense the intangible or to do those things, it's seen not only as a waste of time, but as just like, you're a kook, you know, like, why would I, if I can't see it and touch it, (laughs) like, what's the point? And I think that larger, you know, issue, I think is a real it's a real problem. Like it's like, guys, it's a real, I mean, it's just a problem because it's like so much of, I mean, I always kind of try to distill it down to the simpler terms, you know, but how many times have you in your life, someone mm. who has just put their hand on your shoulder at the right time or said one sentence that was just what you needed to hear. And that sometimes is more therapeutic than you, you know, getting the two hour massage or, or, or whatever it is. It's like sometimes just that one subtle thing that just needed to happen is like what can actually shift or tilt the system and being hit mm. to that, right? Paying attention to yeah. it. And, and, and telling a person, I love you. Yeah, just exactly. Like, I love you. Totally. That is exactly right, man. And I think that's the piece that's, you know, gets lost in this and that we have to sort of bring people back to is that the subtle is profound, you know? Mm. And so the subtle, um, I think the settling, the subtle things that we can do, yes. But then like what you're talking about, right? I mean, I think the 5G stuff isn't so subtle. I mean, that's a very real energy being pumped around. We can't see it, but um, I think it's all relevant for us to be kind of like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. What, are mm-hmm. the impl- what are the implications here? <laughs> you know, like yeah. what, what are we looking at <clears throat> in the big and picture? I think we'll keep moving in that direction until it has really some impact, like on a larger scale. Yeah. Like the subtlety, you know, it's there for those who will pick it up now. And right. it will continue to move that way, and we'll see where the conversation takes us. Yeah, absolutely, man. Right, culturally, right on the larger scale, like what's culturally, what, yeah. what's gonna what's gonna actually happen? Well, Thomas, if you were to you know bring it back to the stuff that you're doing, the stuff that you're aiming to do with Charge Lifestyle, and you know recharging the body, and also mm-hmm. I like the image too of charging, like going after life, right? Like pushing forward. There's there's a charge there <laughs> that I like. Um, you know, if, if you were to tell people listening, you know, and, and they're listening to this conversation we've had and the topics that we've touched on and, and paying attention to these things and sensitivity and pushing your body, but also like, you know, calming it down and listening, what's the key, what's in a nutshell, you know, if you were to kind of distill down your message and I know it's evolving and you got more to do and you're, you're, you know, you're still building it. But if you were to tell people in a nutshell, if they were to like, if you were to distill down Thomas's edict, you know, in a nutshell, what would you say? What would you say to people? And like, where would you kind of have them start with this process? Mm. Well, I would start with a drink of water. <laughs> yeah, <coughs> <coughs> always a winner, mm-hmm. given the bodies mostly water. 
Yep, exactly. And I would just kind of breathe deep because we've been talking a lot. I'm kind of getting, I'm getting fired up. You know, the sympathetic, <laughs> there it is. It's right there. You know? Yeah. <sighs> I would just take a moment and yeah. kind of just like that, just that, like mm-hmm. take a moment for yourself because today I had a morning of like, I got to, I got up early, I got up at 5am, went to the gym and then went, took my wife to my, my wife of three weeks and a few days. Congrats. I'm still get still getting used to calling her wife. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I say the wife. That's the way I, the wife, the wife. I'm like the wife. The wife. Yeah. <laughs> I took the wife to the train station and then went to work and yeah. I had a rough, it was like a, a morning of kind of some brain fog and haze for myself. Mm-hmm. And then I just took a minute outside and I went out in back of the, the office building where I work and I just started to doing some gentle twists, just like mm-hmm. twisting my spine back and forth, allowing my hands to float around my body and sort yep. of tap the kidneys, tap the back, the lower mm-hmm. back and just, just wring myself out like a sponge and yeah. that stuff like that. Like it was five minutes I was out there. I mean, not even, it was like one minute I was actually doing the twists Yeah, and I just like, there's this stress that rises in us and there's this impulse to like change something or do something. And yeah. if, if the, the, the most, the, the key thing is just to remember that you are the, you have, you have the, the, the controls. Like you are the one controlling your body. Mm-hmm. You're the one deciding if you stay focused on that email or that phone or whatever it is, what, or that person, right? That, that interview Right. Yep. Whatever it may be for you, yeah, you're the person who has your hands on the controls, and your body is this control system. Mm-hmm. And so, if you notice something in that isn't working, it's your responsibility, your accountability, your you know your privilege to be able to take new actions based on that information. Yeah. And you're in control. I agree, man. And your message is simple, which I really appreciate. You know, what what, what you just said when I was like, you know, Thomas's edict in a nutshell, you're like, take the moment. You're in control. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a pretty simple thing and and there's tremendous you know simplicity carries profundity usually right there's like the simple things are profound and i would say i agree with you man like those simple things of just that if if people get that idea what you just said that is a game changer but we forget right we are a victim to circumstance we are a victim to our jobs to our thoughts to our food Mm. choices you know and people and we we all get into that like i can't help it you know, and it's like, well, you're just on autopilot. You know, you are in control. You are, you are running this system. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I really appreciate mm-hmm. that, man, that it's a simple, it's a simple message, right? Like take the moment. And, and the one, the corollary that I would add is there is this pattern that we've, this is the thing that I've heard us circling about. Or one of the things we've been circling around is this positive and negative. Yes. The yin and the yang. It's the elect- It's the nature of electricity. Mm-hmm. It is positive and negative. It's the nature of light and dark. It's yin and yang. It's this balance. Yep. And so the thing to do while you're in that moment, noticing what you're noticing, is to notice whether you're up or whether you're down. And to 
take note of where you want to go. So if you're relaxing and you want to stay relaxed, keep doing relaxing actions, like keep doing that. Right. But if you want to rev yourself up, start taking more, like maybe have the cup of coffee if that's your intention, if you want to go up. Mm-hmm. Like you're the controller and you get to decide whether you, based on the impact, the feedback that you receive, you decide what you do with it. Yeah. And generally speaking, for most systems in life, there's a positive and a negative aspect. There's a rejuvenative and there's an active aspect. Yes. So balance those two things and you will find yourself in possession of a lot of power in your life. Yeah, I agree, buddy. And it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a topic, like I said, it's something that we've forgotten or we've just stayed so busy that we're refusing to look at it. You know, I, I don't know. I think it's probably a mixture of both. Um, but I agree. And it's simple. And it's, and it's a simple message. You know, and, and you're not alone. I mean, I've got, you know, I, I agree with you. I mean, I'm, I'm pushing similar things. You know, we're all, we all say it in our own way and try to get, <laughs> get it across to people. In, in our, same in damn our, thing. Yeah. We're all saying the same damn thing. Yeah, it really is though, man. There's no, there are very few original ideas. People, <laughs> it's, it's always funny to me when people are like, oh great that was so insightful i'm like was it i'm like i'm i'm rehashing what's been said for a long time you know i'm just saying it in a, in a new way i'm like i don't know how much oh, insight remembering there is. that yeah, oh my gosh yeah That's it's like a, i don't know how much insight there is you know to the things i say or other people say it's like boy you know we're all saying the same thing but we do need to hear it right it kind of points to the, this bigger picture that we've either forgotten it or we've lost the ability to embody it you know, there's like, so we do need to hear it. It does need to be rehashed out. Mm. It does need to be said over and over again. Um, you know, I'm brought back to this from like martial art training. I mean, how many times a teacher said something to me about a posture or a gesture or a move? Like, no, lower it here. You know, land it there. The body leans this way. Hear it a hundred times and then one day it clicks. How many times did I need to hear it before I was like, okay. You know, and that's true for lots of areas in life. But um I appreciate, man, that you are one of the people that's rehashing it. I appreciate that you're saying it, that you're, and you're actively stoked on the process of getting people to remember it. I mean, it's a great thing, man, to, to just help people out here because people do burn out in corporate. <clears throat> I have worked with them. You see it. Uh, <laughs> you've burned out, like you said. Yeah. Um, so it's a good message, man. I, um, it's really good. Well, dude, thank you so much for doing this. I, I really appreciate your time and just taking the, you know, I know you're at work, I can tell. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, taking the time to just talk about these ideas and kind of giving people a framework to take the moment, realize mm. they're in control. That's a good reminder for all of us. Mm. Thomas, if people want to follow you or check out what you're doing <coughs> or kind of see, you know, your larger rhythm of just, you know, they, they want to see what you're doing, where can people find you? What's, uh, what's the best way? People can find me on Instagram. That's at chrg lifestyle so charge without any vi- without any vowels okay lifestyle. cool it's you know it's the modern you know cool yes sign. yes <laughs> uh, also charge lifestyle.com spelled the same way chrg lifestyle.com okay very cool and that's the best way when we can kind of track your, your goodies that way it sounds like you can track my goodies that way yeah okay. i'm also on linkedin and i'm also on facebook but uh, check the Instagram for the goodies, like the good goodies. That's where I'll be posting my best content. Okay. Very cool, man. Well, again, thank you so much for your time. And, um, you know, keep doing the good work. Keep 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 sending that simple message, man, because it needs to be said and people need to hear it. So I appreciate your time, man. Thank you. Thank you, Gray. It's been an honor.
Yeah, man. And a pleasure. And we should do this in person with whiskey next time. Oh, uh, you're not going to get any pushback from me on that one, amigo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Take care.